Hey y'all, it's Tarkeisha. Welcome to the Think Yourself Crazy Podcast, a podcast about all things overthinking. Here, we'll share information about overthinking, we'll share tips to stop overthinking, we will even discuss tips that will help you tame your thoughts. But most of all, I'm excited about getting you involved. Yep, you get to be a part of the podcast with me by sharing your overthinking stories and questions. It's quite simple. All you have to do is click the link to the jot form in the show description, and it's a few one-two steps to get your story and our question submitted. Often, you will hear me remind you that you too are worth best case scenario. So, without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. All right, y'all. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. How are you guys doing? I hope everything is well in your world. You know, things are going pretty okay in mine. It has been a time, but I am learning to go with the flow, you know, embrace whatever season that I'm in, enjoy where I'm at in life. I mean, all the things, right? Um, so we are in the midst of the month of May. May brings a few things. Of course, number one, um, we just celebrated Mother's Day. So happy Mother's Day to all of you amazing moms out there, mother figures, people who are standing in the gap, you know, as a mother for someone. Happy Mother's Day. I want to celebrate you guys. Um, to those who are learning to live and experience Mother's Days as well as their first something holidays without your mom. I extend my heartfelt condolences and let you know that you guys were definitely in my thoughts and prayers on yesterday or, you know, on Mother's Day. I um, mentioned uh, before that I've heard this several times and now I start started using it myself i've heard someone say that our parents teach us everything except how to live without them you know and and many people do that many people that we're in relationship with they teach us how to you know do different things they teach us how to live with them but we do not know how to live without them until they're gone on and so i know that that is a challenging experience for us all um, if, if that is you in that position. And so I continue to pray for you that God brings you peace and comfort during this time. And of course, there is a special group of ladies out there that I hold in my heart. And th- those are the mothers who experienced Mother's Day without their child, without their, their child, if their child was stillborn, their child was miscarried, their child passed away. Um, as an infant, or even for some unknown, unexpected, and unreasonable reason, your child was um, taken away from you and is no longer alive. I definitely prayed a special prayer for you. You know, I definitely held you guys in my heart on yesterday, um, on Mother's Day, and I am hoping that. Um, 
you were able to push through. I would tell you in the almost 18 years of having a child who, of course, is not um, living, yesterday probably was one of the easier mother days for me. It was one that I did not cry a whole lot about Jaden. I wasn't sad the entire day. I actually went to church. I made myself look decent and nice for church. And I went and I hung out with family and I did things afterwards that really helped kind of ease some of the pain and tension that I experienced because of loss and what I've experienced all the Mother's Days ahead of now. And I hope that I'll be celebrating. I text my friends on yesterday, happy Mother's Day, girls. And it's a group of us that none of us have children, right? The four of us, we we do not have children. I say, happy Mother's Day, girls. I'm just practicing because next year we're either going to have children, you know, that we're carrying around for Mother's Day, or we're going to be pregnant with our unborn child that is well on the way. And so we're still going to celebrate Mother's Day next next year. So um, if you are a mother like or if you're a person like me who who's waiting, you know, to be a mother, you're hoping for that special time to come. I hold you in my heart and I'm hoping that next Mother's Day you'll be celebrating with me and my group of friends. OK, um, so we're also in the midst of Mental Health Awareness Month. May is Mental Health Awareness Month. So I want you to be taking care of your mental. My strong friend, um, Paige, who is the owner of Fitted Stacks and No Negative Energy Love. Um, last year, she started a campaign during Mental Health Awareness Month that said, be gentle with your mental. Be gentle with your mental. We got to take care of our mental health, y'all. It is a must. I was allowing minds to slip. I went to see my doctor. I talked. I said, this is what's going on. We came up with a new treatment plan, things for me to do that involves a therapeutic regimen, that involves self-care, that involves medication management if needed. Whatever you guys need, make sure that this month and every month that you are taking care of your mental health, but this month... Um, engage in some of the opportunities to broaden your awareness about mental health um, information and how that impacts you and how that can have an impact on those around you. But one of my favorite time, favorite things about May is graduation season. Happy um, graduation. Congratulations to all of you completing your um your your degrees in college i've seen so many people who are com coming out with their bachelor degree master's degrees doctoral degrees y'all the kindergartners my niece she's um gonna be having a kindergarten graduation later this week our program that you know is in lieu of graduation um you know, middle school, elementary school, whatever degree, let me tell you guys have worked hard to progress and go to that next level. So I want to celebrate you. So I'm telling you congratulations from us over here at Think Yourself Crazy. You ain't got to think about school for a little while. Well, unless you're going to the next level and you, you decide to um, continue your journey. And I wish you well on that. Um, but I tell people all the time, I love graduations. I, I, I really, really do. And I'm actually going to a few. This year, I get to go. Several of people I know, um, it, they're graduating with their PhD. And I think that's super amazing. And so I'm going to go and celebrate them this weekend. But um, I tell people all the time, I love going to high school graduations. They're just the best. High school graduations 
are just the absolute best um, because, you know, they want us to act dignified at college graduations. And we try it. We try to make sure we don't have the, the loud streamers and all those things. And we, you know, don't get put out. But at high school, they want us to celebrate. And I love going to the high school graduations because they have a really good time. And those students have worked really hard. We don't always realize what some students went through in order to complete um, their required academic um, their academic requirements and to obtain that diploma. Um, we don't know if that's the end of their journey or if they're going to forge forward and go on into college or the military or trade school, whatever it may be. I say congratulations to your child, to you, to your relative. Many, many, many congratulations. And I pray God's great success over the next steps of your life. So today I want to jump in. I promise you, this episode will not be as long as the last five episodes. Why? Because it's me by myself. And why? Because we're wrapping up. We today are going to take time to, um, to bring things to a close with Old Fudget. Had it not been a really good series, I loved Old Fudget. I hope that you guys gained some things from it. And I want to take time right now to thank you every guest that joined me let me see if i can remember them all um we had eugene we had cheryl anitra sherelle then we had Brittany and donna and we had kelly um making sure yep that was everybody thank y'all so much for joining me on old fudget on, on think yourself crazy to talk about the letters in old fudget uh, you you gave some really good information. I got so much great feedback about your contribution to the podcast. And so I want you to know that, you know, hey, I'm probably going to be calling y'all back because you guys really did help the people. And that's what this is all about, helping us to kick that habit of overthinking, which has been running like crazy over here in the last few weeks for me. Um, So thank you, thank you, thank you. So look. I've been thinking about how I'd wrap up the old fudget series. I figured I wanted to do like a review or something, but I'm like, man, we talked so extensively. You know, I don't want to be on here a long time. I don't want, I want to start honoring my 30 to 45 minutes again, you know? Um, but I, I wanted to do something. I didn't want to just address like the last letter with Kel that Kelly and I did and then drop it, never come back and, you know, when I came back to this episode, it'd be something completely different. I wanted to bring it together and make it make sense for us. So then Sunday night, I was showering and it hit me. Like my good thinking happens, of course, when I'm not in front of the TV. Y'all, if I'm not working, if I'm not at the gym, if I'm not away from home, I'm probably watching TV. It's my thing to do. I love TV. Somebody the other day asked, did you have a comfort show? I just have comfort TV, anything. Sometimes it's just white noise for me, but I love reality TV. So anyway, I've been watching lots of TV and I can tell y'all about a whole bunch of TV if y'all need a show to distract those overthinking brains, you know, turn it off and watch TV. That's what I've been doing the last couple of weeks. Watch TV all the time, but they've been helping me with when I was going into some periods of overthinking. So anyway, Sunday night, it hit me. And y'all, it really did help me because I was like, oh my goodness, this is going to not only help um, the listeners, but it's going to definitely help me. 
So today's wrap up will be like a big, don't you worry your pretty little head, right? So you know how we give those techniques so that you can do this instead of overthinking? That is what we're going to do. We're going to break down old fudget from how, from, from using the letters that cause us to overthink to use the letters to combat overthinking, to cope with it to do something different. We're going to talk about how we combat these negative fudge words and leave with something that's positive and affirming. All right? That's cool with y'all? All right. So let's go. So the first letter we talked about was F. The first letter we dealt with was F where we talked about failure, feelings, um, fear, and finances. And the thing that I want to introduce or, or potentially give to you today is to combat that with faith. So we are taking the F and we're turning around and we are combating it with faith. I think we talked about in the uh, podcast how we talked about uh, looking at facts and faith. So, of course, facts, when we're overthinking, when we talk about facts, we're looking at this is what's real. This is not what I'm making up in my head. This is not what's make-believe. This is what's actually real, what's actually going on. Um, I am not thinking about, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm not thinking about the thing that um, I am conjuring up, but I'm actually thinking about the thing that is for real, the facts, the 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 real deal, right? And so. What I wanted to do is focus on faith because what we have to do is believe that we can overcome a thing. A lot of times we get stuck and not think that I can get over this part of life or I can move past this or I can move past, you know, being an overthinking. I can I can learn to have a better grip on my anxiety. Sometimes we feel like we're so stuck in that thing, but we don't have to be. So when we look at faith, the true, um, the true meaning of faith is having an assurance, okay? We have a, a belief, right? A belief in doctrines of religion, belief, trust, belief and trust in and loyalty to God, having a firm belief even in the absence of proof. And that's the part I want to um, deal with, that and complete confidence. So when we're talking about faith this week in Old Fudget, I want us to think about the firm belief in the absence of proof and complete confidence. How does that wrap up with overthinking, Tarkisha? Well, we have to believe that these thoughts are not going to take over. These thoughts are not going to manifest. This worst case scenario that we are, we become so compelled with is not going to be the end all be all, you know, we get so uh, bogged down in the negative that we think, oh, that is going to, that's going to be the, the thing that happened. We want to shift. We are worth best case scenario. And so even when I, my situation doesn't look best case scenario, even when my situation doesn't feel best case scenario, I know because I'm worth it that it's going to happen. I know that my situation isn't going to end in turmoil. I know that my my situation isn't going to end in 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 uh, catastrophe or defeat. So I have this belief, I have this complete confidence that things are going to work out. That I am going to be best case scenario, even if my mind is thinking, "Oh, that ain't going to work." 
oh, this is gonna this is gonna be to my detriment. Oh, it happened for this person and it happened for that person. My faith that I'm combating that fear, failure, finances, and those feelings with, my faith is going to teach me that, look, I have complete confidence that I'm going to overcome these negative thoughts. I have complete confidence that I'm going to overcome these negative feelings. I have complete confidence that I am going to pursue things and complete things and I am going to be a success. I have complete confidence that anxiety would not rule my life. Anxiety will not, you know, overtake me, right? We have to have that complete confidence, even when there's no proof. I just believe, you know, the Bible tells us faith is something that we, we walk by faith and not by sight. Sometimes we can't see it. Sometimes we can't see it, but we believe it. We know it in our hearts, right? Right? Yeah. So this week we're practicing faith. We are practicing having faith. Even when it looks worst case scenario this key, this week, Keisha, I'm having faith. Even when I'm laid out and I'm I'm just like, man, how this is going to work out? How I'm going to make this end meet? How I'm going to make this thing happen? How I'm going to take care of this obligation? We're having faith that it is going to work out, right? Okay, good deal. Remember, faith is the faith we're focusing on. Of course, always faith in God. That that is, that goes without saying. But having a firm belief even in the absence of proof and having complete confidence. That's our faith. So then um, we, we talked about the use where we talked about unicorns and we talked about um, unhappiness, you know, and all those things. So this week we're combating that. The way we're combating that, the way that we are, um, doing something new and doing something different that helps turn that overthinking is we are practicing understanding. And that is the ability to understand something or having comprehension. We're making ourselves aware. We're making ourselves more aware. We're making ourselves more aware. We are going to have an understanding that look, this is may, maybe this is what the situation looks like right now. Maybe this is what's going on right now, but it is not final. It's not final. Maybe the situation doesn't look that great right now. Maybe it's not happening the way I want it to happen right now, but it is not final. We are going to increase our awareness. We're going to increase our awareness. We're going to increase our understanding. Okay. So if I'm overthinking this and it's causing me to feel this way, what do I need to do to increase my awareness to combat that? I need to maybe research my situation a little bit more. A lot of times we want to make decisions with little information. We can't do that. We can't do that. That will put us in a position where we're overthinking because now we're like, well, what the heck? Is it going to work or not? Because we have not done enough work to truly understand. And so what we're doing this week is we're increasing understanding. We're going to make ourselves aware. We're not going to think ourselves into a hizzy either by trying to increase understanding. But sometimes we're going to talk it out with people. I have my trusted circle that when I'm going through something, I'm calling them up. You know, I call them my babysitters now. Like, so when I'm really going through something, I'm like, y'all need my babysitters to come over here because I need to talk it out. And so that I can increase my understanding and awareness because sometimes I don't have all the answers. I want to. 
But there are times that I do not have all the answers. And so I need to reach out to those around me who can help and support me. So if I'm increasing my understanding, that means I am increasing, you know, what this is the thing that I'm facing. Let me let me sit with it. Let me not make decisions so fast. Let me not let let me comprehend a little bit more about what's going on. You know, my child is is struggling and it's the end of the school year. Before I go up there cutting up with those teachers, let me gather some more information. Right. And understanding also comes with planning. Let me make plans to make sure I'm more proactive in the future. I don't always need to be reactive. I need to have a plan. I need to be proactive. And sometimes we need to do that. By what? Sitting down and coming together and be like, look, this didn't work out for me this school year. You know, we're working with my kids. So here's what I'm going to do next school year. Here's the plan. We're going to have a tutor that you see twice a week. You know, we're going to make sure that you are, are attending, you know, before school tutoring with your teacher. It didn't work out financially with me. What are we going to do? We're going to go and we're going to make a budget. We have to increase our understanding. So increasing our ability to understand something, but then also increasing our, our comprehension and awareness. And so when I'm looking at my awareness, that's me having knowledge and perception of a situation or a fact. So that's me making sure that I I understand all the moving pieces, all the moving parts of a thing. Because if not, I set myself up for failure to begin overthinking, to to have a place to where I'm all over the place. Okay. There were two D words that I definitely wanted to um, deal with when it came to combating overthinking. And that's one, discernment. So the first one we'll talk about is discernment. And that is the ability to judge well. You know, I always hear people like, my discernment is on. My discernment is 100%. My discernment is like, oh, can't nobody discern better than me. I hear people say it all the time. And that may be true. You know, we have to be discerning people. And we can't. We, in order to be to be discerning, I believe you have to be quiet. You have to quiet the voices that are in your own head. You got to quiet the voices around you. So I told y'all sometimes my babysitters come and sit with me. Sometimes I don't need the noise of my babysitter. Sometimes I need to just hear my own voice. Sometimes I need, don't even need to hear my babysitter's voices or my voices. I need to hear God's voice. Excuse me. Because if I want to judge something well, sometimes my thinking isn't, it doesn't do well with judgment. Sometimes I make the worst decisions. So whenever I'm having those overthinking thoughts, I need to be able to sit and discern what is true, what is real, what is factual, what's impacting me. And not be so moved by what's happening in my head that I'm thinking it that I get to a place where I think it's all true. That's what's messing us up. We don't take the time to discern, well, what's real and what's fake? What's actual? And what am I just making up in my head? 
So I want us to practice being better discerners. You know, we always hear people say, I can discern a spirit. I can discern when you're not a good person. We need to discern when our thoughts are controlling us and leading us negatively. How about that? How about we stop getting a smudge off our neighbor face and we get in our own minds and discern what's going on up there? We go to somebody and get, help us get that sorted out. It's necessary if we want to be able to be clear thinkers, if we want to be able to be rational thinkers. What I have found, you know, in my own personal life, overthinking really makes me irrational. And when I say my personal life, I mean my own life, like in, in anything business. I'll share with you guys soon about some things that happened with ministry, um, work, uh, friendships, relationships. There are so many things where sometimes I'm overthinking so bad. I'm making an irrational decision because I didn't quiet the voice. I went off impulse because of what was happening in my head. We can't be like that. It'll mess us up. It'll get us in a place that confuses us and causes us to be uh, impulsive. So we, we need discernment. Again, discernment is when we have the ability to judge well. And in order to do so, we have to be quiet. We have to listen. And then when we are soliciting the advice or feedback of our babysitters, we got to be able to take it. This week, one of my friends, she was telling me some things and I just realized I did not, I didn't like what she, I did not not like what she was saying. It was just hard to hear. And a lot of times we start blocking that stuff out. We're like, oh, we don't want to hear what people say if it doesn't line up with what we want or what we feel. Sometimes we need to hear those hard things. They help us make decisions. They help us make wise decisions. And then the other D is discipline. And that is the practice of training people to obey rules or a code of behavior using punishment. Um, but it's to train. That's what I want us to think about. To train, to train, to train. Discipline is to train. And that it means we're training our thoughts. We are training ourselves to think best case scenario. We are training ourselves to reframe that thinking. We are training ourselves to disconnect from those negative thinking, that overthinking, to, to say, I'm not about to do this right now. Let me go and watch TV. I'm not about to do this right now. Let me go and journal it out. Get these thoughts out of my head. We have to train ourselves on how to think. And then we also have to train ourselves on what activity can I do in order to disconnect. So let me go back to those, don't you worry, your pretty little head techniques and grab from those and see what, what can help me in this moment. So we are disciplining our thoughts to not stay negative, to not stay racing, to not be irrational. We're disciplining ourselves to be able to take control of our thoughts and not allow our thoughts to control us, which then in turn think, makes us think ourselves crazy, right? And so a lot of times we're thinking, well, Keisha, I don't know how to discipline myself. That means we have to disconnect from doing a thing. If I find like that this, this person makes me overthink, I'm dealing with this person and this person makes me overthink. Well, I may need to limit my time. It doesn't mean I have to totally disconnect from the person, but I may need to limit my time. I may need to limit you know, my investment, my engagement, doing this activity and, and seeing this type of stuff causes me to overthink. Maybe I need to limit my exposure. 
because I'm training when I'm putting myself with that person or I'm exposing myself, I'm training my brain to be everywhere. I'm training my brain. But if I want to discipline it, I have to train it to be under control. I have to train it to think positively. I have to train it to re reframe those negative thoughts when they come, not entertain them for a little while, but immediately reframe, reframe. I have to do training with that. Okay. I want us to be very intentional about these things thus far. I want us to be intentional about it because what is happening is it is destroying our self-esteem. It is causing insecurity. When I say it, I mean overthinking. It's causing insecurity. It's putting a damper on relationships. It is causing us to um, stay stagnant or stuck. We're not moving forward. So faith, understanding, discernment, discipline. Faith, understanding, discernment, discipline. Sorry I doubled up those Ds, but we need to have that faith. We got to gather and understand it, and we have to be better discerners and discipline, be more disciplined, okay? Now let's move on to letter G. All right, so um, letter G. Here's one that I was like, oh, I need this, this for myself. I mean, because, of course, when things start coming to me, they just start flowing. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is uh, what I need for myself. And that is the letter G that we're talking about is grace. Grace. When we are talking about grace, it means giving ourselves some undeserved favor giving ourselves an opportunity to redeem ourselves, not holding ourselves, you know, um, in contempt or at fault for every little thing, understanding that we're human and we mess up. We, we give ourselves grace by forgiving ourselves, just as God does. You know, we want to give grace. Give yourself a break. We hear people say this all the time. Give yourself the same grace that you'll give others. So often we are our own worst critics. We hold ourselves accountable for the pettiest things. We just will not give ourselves the opportunity to recover when we've messed up. And that's what grace does. Grace says, even though you allow overthinking to dictate that action, listen, that's water under the bridge. It's gone. We're going to move forward. Even though you allowed your thinking to defeat you, water under the bridge, we're going to move forward. Even though you allow overthinking to cause you to make bad decisions or impulsive action, water under the bridge, we're going to forge forward. We're going to do better. It's not like we're saying, okay, we're going to learn from it. But we are not going to beat ourselves up about it. It's been so many times I have sat and, and, and entertained overthinking and entertained letting things have its way with me and its control over me. And then I beat myself up because of the results of it. And that didn't do me any good. And if you're like me, you'll realize that overthinking doesn't do us any good. I'm sorry, beating ourselves up about overthinking or because we've been overthinking, it doesn't do us any good. It doesn't, it doesn't make me feel better when I beat myself up. 
Not at all. It doesn't make me feel better. It's not like I feel like, okay, you've given yourself a consequence or a punishment and now you can go and no, I don't feel good when my parents punish me. I didn't feel good if I got a write up at school or a write up at at um work. But I did learn a lesson from it. But grace allows us to say, you can try this again. You're forgiven. You made a mistake. You're human. Grace, I feel like, reminds us that we're human. That you're not going to be perfect. There are going to be times that you slip up and that you overthink and you give too much time and energy to the overthinking. We don't want you to, but it very well could happen. But Grace says, it's okay. You can recover from that. You can be redeemed from that. You can start over again. The same grace you're extending to people when they make mistakes towards you, when they make mistakes in their lives, and you're telling them, girl, it's okay. Do that to yourself. Man, that's okay, bro. You messed up this time. You let that good girl go. But I'm going to make sure I'm, I'm better when I have something, when, when either she circles back or when, when I meet the next new girl. Man, I, I messed up with that financial decision. That was a poor financial decision. And it cost me a lot. But I'm not going to beat myself up over it. I'm not going to stew over it. I'm going to make sure I learn from this lesson and I implement a better strategy in the future. We cannot allow ourselves to, to just be dumping on ourselves because we made a mistake. It's going to happen. We're human. And after I talk about this grace, you're going to go through this week, the rest of this week and next week, and you're going to give yourself grace. You're going to extend yourself this grace that we're talking about. And then guess what? In a couple of weeks, you're going to be punching yourself and mad at yourself and upset. And I'm not talking literally punching yourself. If you're doing that, we do need to have a talk, but not the literal punching, but beating up on yourself. And I want you to hear my voice saying, uh-uh, girl, give yourself grace. Uh-uh, my boy, give yourself grace. It's necessary. We have to give ourselves grace. We have to give ourselves grace to grieve. We don't have to overcome someone's death in a month. Mm -mm. I'm talking about that because we talked about guilt and grief. We don't, we don't have to listen. I still grieve my son and I give myself grace and room and space to do that. I still grieve. And miss him and want him. Some days are way, way better than others. Some days are hard. But I allow myself the opportunity to do it and I give myself grace. That doesn't mean that I'm not progressing and I'm not better. It just means that I'm human. And so this week and, and as you move forward in dealing with your overthinking, I want you to give yourself grace. Don't be like, oh, crap, I spent the whole day overthinking and then you spend the next day beating yourself up. No, recover. Recover. Remember, grace is an opportunity for forgiveness. I see forgiveness as an opportunity to recover. Okay. All right. So then the last one that I want to deal with today, and I hope I don't sound very fussy. I hate to hear when I'm listening to a podcast or to something that is instructional or self-help and it sounds fussy because I'm not trying to sound fussy, but I am passionate about the things that I'm mentioning.
the E that I want to deal with, it came to me literally today because I the the hold up for finish for recording was because I don't I didn't have an E. I had some other things going on too, but I didn't have the E. But the E F U D G E eject eject. And I looked up the definition of eject, and I'm gonna give y'all my own eject because of what I'm thinking. So the to start off eject it means to throw out when we're overthinking i want us to throw out those negative thoughts anything that comes to you when you're overthinking and it is negative throw it out oh i'm not going to complete this degree throw it out oh i'm not going to be able to save a thousand dollars in a month throw it out oh i'm not going to be able to have a successful relationship throw it out oh, i'm not going to be able to carry my baby to term and have a healthy baby throw it out we're going to eject negative thoughts they don't belong they don't fit in the life that you want last um leah last night i was talking to my friend and she was like you're, you're trying to make something fit that doesn't fit and as long as you try to make it fit it's going to cause discomfort hmm hmm you didn't hear me you say repeat it oh you want me to repeat that Okay, I'll repeat that part. I said, my friend told me something that I felt was hard to hear. And she said, you're trying to make something fit that doesn't fit in your life. And as long as you try to make it fit, it is going to make you uncomfortable. Overthinking does not fit in our lives it's not how we're designed it's not how we were supposed to be designed to think we're not supposed to be um a, a obsessive over our thoughts and so when she said that to me i said wow that makes so much sense i'm trying to make pieces fit that are not a part of my puzzle overthinking is not a part of your puzzle you have to eject it you can't sit with it you cannot ruminate over it if you do it's going to make you uncomfortable. It is going to make you anxious. It is going to trigger depression. We have to be mindful of what we allow in. So this week we're ejecting those negative thoughts. We're ejecting overthinking. We're ejecting rumination. We're not allowing that thing to sit with us and stay with us. Why? Because if so, it would consume us and take over us. It will become the driving force and we, will, we won't even be in, in operation of the car anymore. You might as well get in the passenger seat and let your, your thoughts drive you everywhere. Let your thoughts pay your bills. Let your thoughts run your relationships. We're ejecting. We're throwing out. We're getting rid of. Because it's, it's pointless, right? I want you to do this. This is the thing that I want you to really do as we continue to work. And, and it's going to be a reoccurring thing. And I hope I remember to ask you often. When it comes to overthinking, what I would love for you to do after an episode of overthinking, because that's what I feel like they are when I experience them. What did that accomplish me? What did overthinking accomplish me? What did it resolve for me? What did it make better? You're going to ask yourself those three questions. 
What did overthinking accomplish for me? What did it resolve? What did it make better? And if you cannot answer those things affirm in the affirmative, eject it. Throw it out. Get rid of it. Stop doing it. Stop putting yourselves in positions that cause you to overthink, Tarkeisha. Stop putting yourself in position. It messes you up. It confuses you. And it frustrates you. I'm not, I'm not, y'all always know I'm not just talking to y'all. I'm talking to me too. It puts me in a position that is uncomfortable and I don't want you to be that way. So we're going to eject it. When overthinking happens, throw that thing out. If literally throwing it out means you write it on a piece of paper, you ball it up and you trash it, I want you to do that. If it means to throw these negative thoughts out, to eject these negative thoughts, to throw them out, I'm going to take them from my head. I'm going to write them on paper. I'm going to ball that paper up. I'm going to tear that paper up. I'm going to shred it and throw it out. Literally, I have to get it out of my mind. And sometimes that's what it takes. It takes us to physically do something to rid ourselves of a mental, um, a, 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 a mental exhaustion, a mental, I can't even come up with the word right now. But when we have those mental things, sometimes we have to do a physical action to disconnect from that. So this week, it might be when I'm throwing it out, when I'm ejecting that E that we're dealing with this week, I'm writing it out. I'm balling that thing up. They got basketball going on right now, and I'm on three-pointed right to the track. I'm getting rid of it. Because it's not serving me a purpose. So there's no need for it. What y'all think? We have to be so intentional, y'all. Like, I can't express it enough. And the reason I am haunting in on it, because I'm telling you, overthinking can ruin your ruin your life. It can ruin your day. I don't I don't want to say it can ruin your life, but it certainly can ruin your day. It can ruin your mood. It can ruin relationships. And so we're thinking about things. It can eventually ruin my life if I let it, right? So I want us to focus this week on having faith and not worrying about feelings and finances and failure, fear, having those things, having dominion over. I want us to have understanding and not be so bogged down by unexpected occurrences and unhappiness and unicorn. I want us to have discernment and discipline and not be so overwhelmed by dissatisfaction, delayed desires or gratification, depression, or the D or the drip for you fellas. Instead of weighing ourselves down, I want us to, weighing ourselves down and beating ourselves up, I want us to have grace over guilt and grief and giants. Extend ourselves that same grace that everybody else gets from us. And then I want us to eject those negative thoughts, eject those negative um, feelings, eject that overthinking. 
and not be so caught up on those expectations and emptiness and emotions and exit and endings that causes us to overthink. We have positive ways to deal with these things. So when these things come about, when they start bothering you, when they start, you know, festering and raising their little head, we're not giving it any room to stay. We're not giving it any room to um, be, to have control or to cause us to think ourselves crazy. We're going to remember that we're best case scenario. And it's not something that we're saying. It's something we firmly believe and that we're walking in. And we're going to exercise faith, understanding, discernment and discipline, discernment and discipline. Grace and ejecting. And if you can do that with me over the next several weeks, I promise you we will get a better grip on overcoming overthinking and anxiety and depression and all those things that come with it. Because my friends, you're worth best case scenario. I'm here to remind you that overthinking serves no purpose. Not one. And if we're going to beat it, if we're going to kick it in the butt and get rid of it, we got to start being intentional about what we allow in our mind. I'm going to be so focused on ejecting thoughts. I think that E is resonate. Grace always resonates with me, and I try to extend myself grace. But that E is on me. That E is on me this week, y'all. I'm going to be ejecting some thoughts. That try to take over. Okay. So I hope you guys have enjoyed our time together. I hope that this information is good for you and helpful for you. I want you to use it. I want you to share it with others. As I mentioned on last episode, I am accepting new clients. If you are in the Louisiana or Texas area and you are interested in counseling services, please check out my website um www.soarcounselingbr.com or you can reach me on uh, my direct number is 225-610-2643 and then um the other thing I'm on therapy for black girls if you look up my information there you can find me on therapy for black girls don't forget to follow um Think yourself crazy on Instagram. Share this episode with somebody. I hope I'm not asking too much by asking you guys to follow and share. But share the episodes with someone. I think that these are some things that can help us. I don't know where we're going next episode. I have a couple of ideas. I almost want to just catch y'all up on my life. Um, I have a couple of ideas of bringing back some guests, but I'm not exactly sure what that is going to look like, but we'll be back in two weeks. It was so great spending time with you guys today. Look, like my strong friend Paige told us last May, be gentle with your mental, take care of your mental health, get your therapist. Get you a regimen. If you need to see a psychiatrist, do that too. Why? Because you're worth best case scenario, my friends. Take care. We'll talk soon.
Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Think Yourself Crazy podcast. Listen, I need you to share, rate, and review. That's right, share, rate, and review. Before I let you go, allow me to leave you with this. If you're going to overthink, think intentionally. And as Philippians 4, 8 through 9 suggests, summing it up all, friends, I'd say you'll do best by filling your minds and meditating on things true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly, things to praise, not things to curse. Put into practice what you learned from me, what you heard and saw and realized. Do that and God, who makes everything work together, will work you into his most excellent harmonies. Remember this, you too are worth best case scenario. Chat soon.